five inches of beauty. All right, welcome back to another edition of Hammer the Over. It is Wednesday, December 13th, in the year of our Lord, 2017. I'm Fred West. With me, as always, Evan Drillin, Tom Millen. How we doing? We're doing well. We're doing, we're doing especially well. You know why? Because so we got our first piece of equipment of Hammer the Over. We got ourselves a microphone. We got a mic. The mic's hot. Mike is hot. I've never seen anything like this before. I actually haven't seen anything like this microphone. This is bad, it's bad radio, but it's just an orb in the middle of this. This table. looks like a child's like toy. It's actually it's called the snowball. We're gonna it looks get like to it. we're gonna get to Star Wars later, but it looks a little bit like a Star Wars character. Yeah, it does. Oh, absolutely. It, yeah. it looks like one of those things that like pops, pops out of one of the oh, like a pot pops out of a yeah, pot. Yeah, like looking up in the muck. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, now that we have a mic, we don't really have any excuses. No excuses. We got to play like a champion. That's right. Rule number forty-seven. Yeah. No excuses. Play like a champion. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like every um, sports, like kids' sports movie. They finally get like they you get know, the good jerseys, good, yep. the good equipment. Now it's time to really ramp it up. Yeah. Mighty Ducks got their new jerseys and equipment, and look and at that—they they won win the championship. Peewee State A Championship District Six Five. Yeah. So <laughs> we're we're gunning for pardon my take now. Yeah. Look Coming out, for you. PMT. Look out, boys. Uh, as always, we'll start this uh, episode off with some Vikings talk. Unfortunately, first time in a while, we're going to have to talk about a loss. I think it had been eight weeks. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I don't eight think weeks. since Tom's been on, we've since, talked no, about a loss. We haven't talked about a loss since Tom's been on. Uh, loss in Carolina, 31-24. Um, could have been worse, considering the injury reports early in the week. Uh, I don't know. What were your guys' thoughts on the loss? To be honest with you, I kind of thought we'd lose one of the Atlanta-Carolina games like going yep. into it, so I'm not like overly upset. I thought there were plenty of chances to win that game, which is what's a little upsetting. Yes. Like like the turnovers and the Theo and no catch, which we'll get to. Like All of those things could have... like They could have won that game very easily. And yeah. It's always upsetting when you don't win games that you could have. I mean, it's just like we... We looked at, like, this road schedule that we had coming up, I think, like, weeks ago. And I think as a Vikings fan, you're looking at it and you're like, man, like, it'd be good to go 500 here. It'd be good to go, like, yeah. then all of a sudden, like, we're rolling around eight in a row. <clears throat> okay, we hit, we hit a speed bump. Like, it's yeah. no big deal. It's at Carolina. It's a tough place to win. We beat them there last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we had – I just want to bring up, like, because I think a lot of people are, like, you know, freaking out. Like, yeah. freak – because we lose a lot yeah. of line depth in the game. Mm-hmm. I'm just not freaking out. I mean, you have two turnovers in the game, two picks. One goes off Diggs' hand. Another one, um, deep shot that he Cam uh, took in the early. I mean, but 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 this is the thing. Some people are saying like, oh, you know, this Eric Thompson guy writes for um, SB Nation. He says, I hope you don't uh, point back to this game in a month to talk about how this is when it, it all started falling apart because it's kind of starting to feel like that. And I responded on Twitter. I said, really? So you lose by a score <laughs> to a playoff-bound team on the road with a league MVP as their quarterback, and the refs screwing us at every turn, and you turn the ball over like crazy. Like, what is there to... I feel like football is, like, the unique sport because there's so few games where every every win or loss invokes such a, like, a polarizing response from the fan base and the writers and everything. Like, same thing's going on with the Patriots right now. People freaking out about Tom Brady. Oh, it's ridiculous. Like, that's absurd. Tom Brady is still Tom Brady. He had a bad game. Like the Vikings are still ten and three, and ahead in the North by a lot. Obviously, it's not completely clinched yet, but like I, I'm not worried. I I wasn't even that like once Thielen wasn't dead, like I wasn't even that 
fully upset after the game. No. Yeah, I, I was with what you said, Fred. Like, going into this road trip, I thought it would be just fine. If, I mean, you know, you don't want to lose a game, but I expected we might lose one of these games. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we turned the ball over, what, three times on Sunday? Against a playoff team in their stadium. A team that was in the Super Bowl two yeah. years ago. And we looked and dead we, to rights for a while. Yeah. And we came back. And we came back. We were in yeah. that game. We had every chance to win that game. Mm-hmm. The, the, the thing that bugged me the most was that like, I was ready to write us off like eight minutes left. And I was like, all right, this is over. Like, chalk it up. Like, yeah. get some of the starters they out. You back in. Yeah. And, but, that, but that was a great sign. It was yeah. great to see with backup offensive linemen. Keenum drills a 52 yard touchdown to Thielen. Thielen burns everyone. That was so fun. I love Adam Thielen. I, love I might him so be much. in love with Adam Thielen. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's getting to that point. Yeah. I mean, as much as I can be in love with a man, I think yeah. that's how I feel about him. Yeah. He's fantastic. Like I said this earlier before the podcast. Quick, quick. Is he the best player on our team? I mean, either him or, like, Rhodes is up there. and Yeah, uh, and Rhodes and Harrison Smith. And Harrison Smith. I mean, there's some other guys on the other side of the ball, but he's definitely the best player on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. You guys know insane. Crazy. You guys know he's from Minnesota, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah shut up. Went Did, to you, know Did um, you know he wasn't drafted? You serious? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know. Really? Okay, yeah. I haven't watched an NFL, I haven't watched a Vice game this year. Or been on the internet. Yeah, right. Yeah. Get that graphic. Up I, there. The one thing that I'm I, so I get it, and like for like the national audience, they need to understand that every time and that yeah. kind of thing. What I'm getting most annoying by now is the. No, this guy's a you know he's not just you know someone you need to know about. He's a real star now. Like he's an emerging yeah. star. Like he's really good. It's like. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know. We were ten games in. He had thousand receiving yards. Yeah, it's he's really good. He should have had a touchdown, which we're about to talk about. The the one thing I will say that gets me a little bit when they do the Adam Thielen stuff is, and it's more from like my own social media. So there's some some kids from my high school that played at like UMD and uh, St. Cloud, and like seeing their pictures of them playing against him is a little weird because yeah. like they weren't like high ranking like, prospects in high school. You know, they were just, like, pretty good high school players that played D2. Right. And, like, he was out there with them, probably torching them. I mean, you know, I know we talked about, like, the, the white thing before. And I think it definitely was a factor <laughs> for him, like, not getting looks. I mean, it, there's not a lot of excuses for him not getting invited to something beyond, like, a tryout when you're six foot two, you weigh 215 and you pounds, run that and you run a 4'4". I mean, that's just the truth. And, like, I guess no one had, had his time or whatever you want to think about it, but I, I actually truly think, like, he played big. I mean, he didn't play like, yeah. You know, the Mavericks, Mankato State. I mean, that's. I think that they're. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but are they like D two or are they? Do they they're FCS. Two. They're not FCS. No, they're D two. Okay. Well, so it's like Mankato, UMD, St. Cloud. He balled out at, yeah. at Mankato. Did he? I didn't. Yeah. I have no idea. Like, the, how he had he like an unbelievable stats. The one Mankato. thing I'll say about him not getting looks is think about how much Division One football there is, how many programs there are, and how few of those players make it to the NFL. Yeah. Like, I mean, it. It makes sense that a guy, even if he was tearing it up, like you're not going to get Colin Brown out out there for for combines. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and I guess we're kind of buying into what we were just joking about this whole. Yeah, we did. We just went full <laughs> this whole thing, but like, <laughs> sorry, yeah. how you know? Does any other team give Thielen the shot that the Vikes did? Just because he's a Minnesota boy, Probably you know, not. and then Probably he not. doesn't he become practice. what he is. Yeah, yeah. He's a practice player that's special. How teams. last thing? How cool would it be? To play for your favorite team, yeah, like, really cool. yeah. he must like how much pride he has every Sunday must be incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like I get to put on the purple and gold. Like, I just got paid to play. Yeah, I get to play for my favorite team. Like, yeah. 
It's crazy. Yeah. Also been wearing That's a purple for a long time. Yeah. Long time. Um, speaking of Thielen, so no catch in the end zone. Uh, end of the game. Uh, well, they, that's when they kicked the field goal after it was ruled a no catch. What are your guys' thoughts on that? That was at the half. Was that at the end of the half? Yeah, yeah that was at the end of the half. half. And then we kicked the field goal, right? You, said we, um, you might have just said that. Well, Thielen dropped a touchdown right before that. Yeah. The third down right before, which is very unlike him. So, but I don't really, I don't really understand it anymore. The, I get, I get what the rule says that you have to maintain control to the ground and it can't like bobble in your hands. I guess the, what they saw was he 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 moved the ball as he was out of bounds. Mm-hmm. But what I don't really get is with he had two feet in bounds for like a half a second while he held the ball, um, and I think the play's just dead at that point in time. He's clearly secured the ball. Yeah, he's falling. He's got two feet in. I get that when he hits the ground, the ball moves a little bit, but he never loses it. It's not like out of his hands or like yeah. laying on his body. I think that's a catch. I understand why the NFL says it is not. I think that's just freaking ridiculous and that they should change that. That is a catch. Yeah. He caught that football. Yeah. That's a touchdown. He never well, lost control. By the time that he, like, the ball bobbled or he lost control, he was out of bounds. Yeah. And, again, I'm not saying it wasn't the right but call. But the play should but like, be over when why, he, Yeah, why yeah. is it not just dead at that point when he has scored the touchdown? Anything else like Cam Newton's touchdown, just right. to, to compare it, or not Cam Newton, uh, Jonathan Stewart. Yeah. He put the ball the, the second breaks the plane. The, exactly the yeah. second it breaks the plane, it's a it's the, and it's just done. The play is just yeah. instantly over, yeah. and it's a touchdown. So I, I don't really. I mean, I, all I know is like, yeah, I agree with you guys. Like the rule is is ridiculous, and the, but like seeing all of these no catches like around the league, it's kind of the first time it's really bit us too hard. Um, I guess it's semi-consistent like, you know, with yeah, the way they've been yeah, calling like it. You saw the replay and you were like, shit, like, yeah. that's, that's coming yeah. back. You're thinking about it. You know what it. I mean? You're, you're thinking like, hard enough. Yeah, <laughs> that's coming back. That's, I mean, I saw it and I, I kind of knew it was coming back, but, like, I still think that needs to be – like, when coaches don't know what catches are, that's when you know, like, this is – we're in a you we're in see, how about Zimmer like, after they ruled that it's a no catch. It's like I've been like, doing oh, this man. thirty years, like yeah. that's a catch, I don't care. And just I here's the thing, like I wanna like boil it down to the simplest thing possible. Like and ask yourself the question. I'll go Doug first. Did he catch the football? Yes, he caught that. Yeah, did like, he catch the football? backyard football? Like and you're just like, Did you catch it? It's like, yeah, he caught it. He caught the football. Yeah. That's that's all I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um And when the catch started, he was inbounds with two feet down, so while we're on the subject of receivers, you got a, a hot rumor on Diggs? Yeah, uh, rumor in some of the, like, Viking circles is that um, Diggs is playing through a sports hernia. That was his groin injury earlier this year. It's a sports hernia. And he is not going to get surgery. He's going to play through it. But it's going to be something that's going to... Yeah. I, I, I've heard those are not fun. You know that's like intestine coming out of your like casing? It's like a hole in your muscle lining yeah. that protects your, that keeps your guts in, essentially. Yeah. He's like, think about like a hot dog and then like the inside's kind of coming out of the skin. Yeah, yeah, you know how you have like film that like keeps your organs in place? Sure. Like muscles? Yeah. Those get, it's like a hole it forms. Yeah, didn't, uh, Davey J, Davey yeah, our J. old friend at St. Olaf, Dave Yonison had one. I remember yeah. he would like, Yoke Pro. he would like, Tickle it. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, you get like a bowl of you Touch it, it. you're yeah. like, gross. I don't want to touch it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that so would here, kind of make sense. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't been as explosive. Like, I mean, you would. That makes sense to me. I, I believe that that rumor. Which is not good, but it's just something to keep watch of. Yeah. And, I mean, thankfully, it hasn't been a huge issue for us. No. Thanks to Adam Thielen. And I really didn't like his drop that led to a mm-hmm. pick. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then, Tom, you had written down here thoughts on Zimmer. Do you want to start us off? Yeah. you got some. Um, so, you know, I think everyone who's a really big-time Vikings fan has realized, you know, there's, a, there's been a couple times where he's, like, made, like, gaffes, like with timeouts or not understanding situational football. <laughs> and I think he was just getting his feet wet with coaching. Mm-hmm. Like, I've just realized, like, I think, like, even this last game, I was just sitting there and I was like, he is just clearly one of the best coaches in the league now. He handles every situation well. He's smart. He takes his timeouts well. He, he doesn't burn timeouts when he doesn't need to. He's really good at getting the team to know how to play situational football. We've improved in all the biggest areas. Red zone scoring, really good. Red zone defense, really good. We held Cam Newton 137 yards passing. And by the way, the run that Cam Newton set up to score the game-winning touchdown, yeah. massive hold on Barr. You can see that yeah. on my Twitter page if you'd like to see it. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I just, I honestly don't know if I trade Zimmer for anyone but Belichick right now as a head coach. I think he's a perfect head coach for his team. Yeah. I think if he gets a little bit more quarterback luck in, in the future here. Yeah. I mean, his mentality is is perfect for a head coach too. It's like it's never too high, too low. Like it's exactly what you want for your team. It seems like a very calming presence for everyone. Like, yeah. It's very rare in the NFL that you can be completely confident in your head coach. Yeah. I feel like I don't think that's everyone has that. No. Um, yeah, and I think I think le- obviously less important than the on-field stuff you, you talked about, Tom, but he handles the media really well, too. Yeah. And I think that's actually important. Yeah. Kind of doesn't give them everything they want. Yeah. But, like, you know. I, I, I think that they, what you want to see, too, one of the biggest things I think of is, like, you want the team to adopt the coach's personality. Right. I know it's, like, one of those football cliches, but, yeah. like, they have it. Right. That's what I was trying to get at before. Is like that's this they they're so consistent, and I feel like yeah. that comes that starts at the top from Zimmer, and it's yeah. I mean, even look at like last year with the the Falcons, like Dan Quinn, they he's throwing the ball up twenty five points with in the fourth quarter. Like that's yeah. that doesn't happen with Zimmer as no. your head coach. It just no. doesn't. Um, unfortunately for us as Vikings fans, you get the news that Rodgers is in fact cleared to play, and it looks like he will play this weekend. Um, General thoughts on on Rodgers coming back and what that means for NFC North and and the Packers' chances. Well, I think from the Vikes standpoint, can't even think about it. You can't worry about it. You know, the the what they need to do is win out, which unfortunately Hard. difficult in it the comes NFL. Us. But they do have a nice schedule, right? They do have to get by us. Um, and you know, the, like like we were just talking, the Vikes are level headed from the top down, and they can't let that become a thing. Like thinking about Aaron Rodgers' presence in the in the NFC North again, you know, yeah. at least for this season. Um, but for us, it's hard not to think about it, and it's kind of scary to think about him in the playoffs, even if he's not one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I, so there's a couple things that come to mind. One. I really, truly believe this. Of course, I don't want to see him playing. I'm being honest. That's my personal opinion. He makes them a scarier team without a doubt. Um, he's one of the best players in the league. I don't think he should be playing. I had that injury. The bone is still spongy. You're really not supposed to play with the plate in. I was told that if I wanted to play football again, I really was highly recommended that they take the plate out after it was given six months to heal. Yeah. Um, they got a tough sled ahead. Like It's, it's going to be difficult. No, I agree. It's, See, the scary thing to me is is if they get into the playoffs, but I truly don't yeah. believe they're getting in. No. You know what I mean? I so, don't think they're going to beat Carolina on the road, us at home, and then Detroit on the road. To Doug's point, I want to get back to what Doug said. I don't think it affects us at all. We are in the driver's seat. Like, we need, we take care of the Bengals and NFC North is over. Yes. Then we go to Green Bay. Yep. 
if he's playing, we don't even know if they're going to play him yet. They haven't made that decision. But if they lose this weekend, they're not going to. He's done. They're not going. They're going to shut him down. And That'd I, be incredibly I think they're going to lose this week. That's my whole Me point. Me too. Is I think they're losing at Carolina. And that's right, Doug. I don't know. I disagree with you on their schedule. They yeah. have to go at Carolina, and they ravaged Case Keenum this weekend. If if Rodgers does take hits like that, if you're McCarthy, you pull him just out of pure terrifying. Like you're like thinking like, dude, this guy goes. He can't get tackle on that arm. Like, it's going to break again. And they are in, that's so bad. He's one of the – I think this is madness. To go for this with the team that they have, I think it's madness. I, as a football fan, I think they're crazy. Uh, of course I don't want them, but I think they're crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you. I mean, I would actually – like, I don't want Rodgers to play this year for selfish reasons, but, like, I don't want to see it, like, be a thing where Rodgers has to cut his career down because they put him in, like – too many times with a broken collarbone. Mm-hmm. Thirteen screws. I had six, ladies and gentlemen, and I had a bad break. Like mine broke multiple times because I broke it again when I took my pads off. Thirteen screws means that like they they had to put like a plate. Th- yeah, think about it was how, like the full length of his shoulder. Yeah, like that's that's really not good. I was actually just talking about this. Quick side note, because my roommate Mike Erickson is is doing like medical device sales, and he had one of the rods that you put in like your your leg, how did they figure out that you could do that? Because you drill a hole and then shove it inside of the bone. How did they know. figure out that that was just going to be okay once they got that <laughs> I think, that's just a, I think that applies to like a lot of things in just medicine. Like how do you know it's going to work? How do you know that <laughs> this is going to be just okay yeah. in six months? My, my grandpa had uh, melanoma and had one of the, the revolutionary surgeries where they just remove all your lymph nodes. They didn't think you'd survive that, but they were like, well, you're going to die, so <laughs> it worked. Now I do that all the time. Incredible. <laughs> like, all right, we're going to try this. We're just going to take all your lymph nodes out. So you got tried for it. I guess you just got to run with it. Uh, other, like, speaking of injuries and, and quarterbacks, uh, Carson Wentz tore his ACL this weekend. Yeah. In a, in a big win that they had at L.A., mind you, um, but severely hurts the Eagles' chances. And even with the loss to the Panthers this weekend, you could argue we came out of this weekend a little bit better than the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Well, there were a couple silver linings. Um, one that by losing to Carolina it made it tougher on the Packers. Mm-hmm. But the the Wentz thing, I feel really bad for him. He seems like a great guy, you know, northern guy, northern boy. I think yep. he grew North up. Dakota, yeah, yeah, basically Dakota. a little cousin. Yeah. Um and he was having an unbelievable season. So you've hate to see it, but it undoubtedly makes things easier for the Vikes in the yeah. NFC. Yeah. There's a good chance that that they lose one of the next Two. Yeah. So then, if we went out, we're then tied with their record again, and then I, I don't mean, know. I don't. It really just s- makes their. I mean, now we're. I don't if think we take care of business, round. and they take care of business. Yeah, it makes it that much harder for them to get to that NFC Championship game at the link. But yeah, and we play we play real well on the road anyway, and now we're going to be playing even if we have to go to the link. We have to if the Vikings make right. it that far. Right. We we play a Nick Foles led Eagles right. team. Which, I, I think they lose in the divisional round now. I truly believe that. I think yeah. that they they gonna have their bye week. They're not gonna be prepared for it. Doug Peterson isn't ready for that. I think they lose. Nick Foles or Tony Romo? Do you well, hear those outrageous like rumors? You no. knew you know you know they were coming though. Yeah. They had to. Foles is one of those guys that got un. Well, he, I think unfairly screwed over. He had that one, that year in Philly with... He threw 27 uh, touchdowns with, and two interceptions with, or something uh, like that. What's his name? Uh, stupid coach. Oregon coach. Old Oregon coach. Oh, yeah, Chip yeah, Kelly. Yeah, Chip yeah. Kelly. Is he at UCLA now? Yeah, he's back in college. Yeah, yeah, he just signed with, just signed with UCLA. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's had like good seasons. 
Nick Foles, he took over for injured Mike Vick in, it looks like, week three. And in 13 weeks, he threw... No, I'm sorry. He started 10 games. He must have been week six. In 10 10 games, he threw 27 touchdowns and two interceptions. um, And his yards per completion was 14.2. His yards per attempt was 10.5. QBR, 72, rating of 120. So what Six happened? Four. What I forget what happened after that season. You Did he get a big next contract season, with he got the Rams or what? In the Rams, right? Uh, Jeff Fisher happened. Well, the <laughs> next the next season, <laughs> right, Jeff Fisher. The next saga. season, the Foles went six and two, but didn't have the best stats in the world. Got hurt. And then, then they did the, the Bradford swap. Mm-hmm. And then that was Bradford the swap. Right. Then okay, he went to Jeff Fisher, right. and Jeff Fisher, we now realize, is, is the worst thing to ever happen to a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> That's another quick note. The the Jeff Fisher thing? Yeah. yeah. Now the top three teams in the NFC <laughs> are all Jeff Fisher mm-hmm. quarterbacks. Nick yeah. Foles, Case Keenum, and Jared, uh, Goff. Jared Goff. Hey, but who's to say that he doesn't just have a, a long-term impact on these quarterbacks? Maybe, <laughs> maybe you got to give yeah, him all the credit. It's he's like setting a them up project. For, for future success down the road. Yeah, exactly. Uh, last NFL thing I want to talk about here is are, are the – are the Jacksonville Jaguars for real? <laughs> the Jacksonville? The Jacksonville? Jacksonville? The Jacksonville? Jacksonville? The Jacksonville Jaguars. Are they for real? Because, I mean, it, like, isn't out of the realm of possibility to see them in an AFC championship? No. What are they? Are they 9-4? Is that right? Yep. And just beat Seattle. Was that in Seattle or was that Jacksonville? It was in Jacksonville. Yeah, okay. Either way, though, I mean, that's a... Pretty convincing win. Yeah, and their defense is legit. I, I saw somewhere those is legit. The first time that uh, Russell Wilson's thrown three interceptions and in, I don't know how long, but some span of time. I know that that people will say, and people are saying this about the Vikings too. I think they're one of those teams that wins a lot of games. It's just an easy out in the playoffs. They they remind me a lot of. Do you remember that uh, Titans team from like five years ago? Kerry Collins, quarterback. Oh, yeah. Won 13 games. CJ2K ran for 2,000 yards. Got bounced in the playoffs like 42 to like 17. Yeah, like a, almost like a smaller smaller college school that gets in and just gets routed in a big bowl game. <laughs> they're not ready for it. They're, I, they're a good team, though. I'm not taking it away from them. I just don't think they're, they're not going to win the playoffs. It's, no. Yeah, it still doesn't feel like that. Their defense is for real, but... I, I mean, Blake Bortles is just such a, like, you have no idea what you're getting from him every week. You no. Know? I put ten grand on the AFC Championship being New England and, and uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. yeah. That's probably, I mean, probably safe. Haven't seen that one before. Mm-hmm. Uh, NBA Talk got our weekly uh, ball family segment. Sorry. Bring one last NFL. <laughs> reel, it, reel it on back. For all you Packer fans, I want to tell you how dismal it really is. Tom, Packers are in your head right now. You need to leapfrog Detroit, Seattle, and at least Atlanta or Carolina. Carolina's <laughs> nine and four, you are seven and six. Atlanta's eight and five, you are seven and six. Seattle's eight and five, you are seven and six. And Detroit is seven and six, and you are seven and six. It doesn't look good. Yeah, and they they have to play two of those teams too. They got to play Detroit and they got to play Carolina. So you have to assume that they're going to beat both those teams. But I just I'm just saying I doesn't I don't think it looks good for the well if there's. CEO Sam is is here with some late breaking news. If there's coming two, to the mic headphones, if there's two wild card spots, do they only need to leapfrog one of those teams? Yeah, that's what I said no. one. Okay, between between Atlanta and Carolina, they have to jump over one of them. <laughs> right, that's what I meant. And and I think the thing is, I think Seattle keeps winning. I think Carolina keeps winning. I actually think Atlanta's going to lose. Yeah, and and that's the thing. They have to play Detroit and Carolina. So they have to beat two of the teams at, at Detroit. Yeah, at Carolina, they have to beat. 
three teams, one of them were in the playoffs for sure. Carolina's in a good spot. They just beat us. And then you got Detroit, who's ahead of them, and has a lot of reason to want to beat them. <laughs> so it doesn't look good. My, that's all I wanted to say. I like it. I like it. But yep. back to what we were getting at. Sorry. No, you're good. Always good to just drill the knife in a little bit deeper on those Packer fans. They've, they've earned it. Um, the the balls, our, our favorite, Latirian and Lamelo are off to Lithuania. When are we going to get them out of the... Never. Not well, at least we're getting two of them out of the country. So, like, we're doing the, the thing that we said we hate the most. Yeah, talking about it. Yeah, here we are. Week after week, we yeah. sit here and we talk about the ball family. Yeah. There's it's one brutal. thing I, I will say. I saw a tweet that was, that was interesting. It's like, basically... Like, for LaMelo, it's, like, not that big a deal. Like, he's in high school now. He gets to go play some pro ball in Lithuania. Like, whatever. Like, you could argue which one's better. For LiAngelo, he was about to spend, because he was going to be, like, a, a role player at UCLA. He was realistically going to spend three or four years playing college basketball in Southern California for a big-time school, and now he has to go to Lithuania and play for... Like some ragtag professional. Yeah, team. Like, wouldn't wouldn't he have gotten better? Had a blast, you know, drinking, yeah, saying, doing like, he, he just, stupid yeah, stuff in college. Like, his dad just like <laughs> took away the best four so, years of his that's life. Right, that's just to throw him to Lithuania. That's, that's my sucks. question. Do these guys even want to do this? Like, do no, they, do they have know. any no, say in this? Because every headline is Lavar Ball pulls Leangelo or Leangelo might have been from like, UCLA. Yes. You think so? Lamelo, no way. Yeah, well, and Lamelo is apparently the number seven high school prospect in his class. Is which, he really? Yes. I didn't which, realize he was that high. I know there's. I, kinda thought I think there's was. some protest against whether like how valid that is or not, just because he's a big name. But mm-hmm. clearly, if you're the number seven prospect, like you were gonna go be, play some good basketball in college, yeah. probably go pro. Yeah. So, um, like, I haven't heard a word from any of these guys, either of these two brothers, if they even want to do this. I, if, if you're Leandro, you're like like. Until a month ago, when I got caught stealing in China, Everything was I was good. Every, this was going to be so fun. This was going to be so great. Yeah, and apparently this league. Well, first of all, Tom, you and I both have been to Lithuania. It is freezing in the winter, yeah. and they're leaving California for this. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing too, I've heard that this league is actually like really gritty and physical, yeah, and good. a lot goes on. These you got a sixteen-year-old and a nineteen-year-old about to walk in here and. They're from the Ball family. Like, talk about a yeah. target on your back. There's We're just going to be one of those throwing haymakers like, at these Zingas, kids. <laughs> where Porzingis was scoring like seven points a game and like In grinding this it out. Yeah, no, I mean it wasn't this oh, league, yeah. but it's like one of those European leagues <laughs> yeah, where dude. like good prospects from the NBA like aren't like putting up that many points as seventeen year olds, and now Lamelo Ball is supposed to go over there and just what rain? Right, just start chucking threes from half court. I said this a couple weeks ago. I said he hit his peak. When when uh, Lonzo was drafted number two overall, he said he spoke into an existence. He knew he was going to the Lakers. Yeah, that was the peak of Levar Ball. Yeah, it's all been downhill from there. He's gotten kicked out of the family area. The Lakers. Lonzo's having a trash season. Lamelo sucks. Leangelo gets steals in China. Gets locked away. <laughs> has to leave UCLA because it's, it's all been just the plane yeah. is on a downward spiral. Yeah. I mean, and it's going to end with probably like Leangelo getting involved with like Lithuanian Russian mob. Oh, yeah, he'll be like, in some mob. Getting <laughs> like, like killed group. or some shit, honestly, like probably. <laughs> and then LeVar is going to be like, you know, I'm the greatest dad ever. You know, I, I, I knew hey, he maybe, was going to die. Maybe, or something. They, maybe they martyr Leangelo. Now they can't say he wouldn't have been the number one overall pick. Maybe that's his whole plan here. It's yeah, hard you're to right. say. You're right. Hard to say. Uh, NBA stuff, uh, Towns. 
Well, now I'm getting ahead of myself here, but uh, the uh, Wolves and Sixers played last night. Yeah. Wolves took a loss. Kind of a futuristic um, potential NBA Finals matchup. Embiid versus Towns. Is that yeah. the first Embiid versus Towns scene? Uh, no, they definitely played. I think they, it was actually their third, and it was. I remember hearing this, and it was they were one and one, and now Embiid's got obviously the edge. Um, man, Embiid looked good last night. He is so much fun to watch, and I, you know, see Mark smiling over there, CEO Mark, because he is. A, he's been a huge Embiid guy since the beginning. But I mean, talk about like this guy was in Cameroon like three years ago before he went to Kansas, like, probably had never seen a basketball in his life. And now he's one of the most skilled big men we've probably ever seen. And he's just an absolute horny bastard on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, though. Can't blame him. Can't blame him for one second. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... He's sliding into everybody's DM. Tom, would you... Would <laughs> Even you, Porzingis. Would you trade Towns for Embiid? I wouldn't. Um, I still don't. I think Embiid's going to have long-term complications with that foot. I just truly think so. In the back, too. Like yeah. Three it, or four times watching that game last, last night. night. He was, yeah. like, on the floor. Um, he was, he's great. I thought, actually, last night was a couple positive impacts, too. I mean, sorry, one. Um, Jimmy, like, was in full Jimmy mode. Yeah, and he's kind of... He's getting now back in, to being Jimmy. He's in full Jimmy mode. Yeah, which is good. Two, I actually haven't seen Carl try to play physical, I care, one-on-one defense yet this season. He did that last night. He had a couple blocks on Embiid. He was doing great. Like honestly, like I know Embiid beasted him at the end for yeah. that for that bucket. You know that was, that's hard to defend. Towns and they were talking about this on on Caveman. Towns actually like. It was almost like finally like someone from my generation is coming into my house trying to kick my ass. Like, am I going to do something about it? Yeah. They kind of had that, like... There's no more excuse. This isn't yeah. like Tim Duncan coming in and beating you and everyone goes, ah, it's Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan Who cares? beats everyone. Yeah, it's just like Embiid. Like, you're supposed to be better than him. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, he might be better than you. So you should take that personally and do something about it. And he tried to. And I thought he... Yeah, no, I, I like to see that, too. Um, a lot of talk, though, about just him and Wiggins seeming a little lost out yes. there. Well, and I, it, I just... And it's obviously great to see Jimmy taking over and being that lead guy, but uh, it's I'm just worried it's about frustrating. Wig. I'm really worried about Wiggins. Yeah. You guys know I'm the biggest Wiggins guy, but, like, he – I'm not – and I know it's going to take time. I'm not sure that he's meant to be, like, the, the third – I don't think that might – I'm not sure that, I'm not sure that that's going to be the role for him. not the best or uh, fit. As I think he's got to be one or two. In. Yeah. And I'm worried that the three thing, like, he's not going to thrive in it. Like, he won't – he won't hit shots timely. Like no. he Wiggins to me seems like he has to, and this has been Carl's problem too. Has to be cooking to have an impact. Mm-hmm. Like right. got to be in the in the groove and yeah. be the guy who's scoring a bunch. He needs a bunch of touches uh-huh. to get involved. Yeah, yeah. Makes, I mean, I'm worried about sense. that. Cons- you worried? Consigned. Consigned. Quickly, so you guys worried? Bit. I think we've touched on this, but you worried about the uh, um, Tibbs running the players into the ground. I mean, yeah, it's been a concern. We've talked about it a bit, too. But as of right now, we just have nobody on the bench, too. I mean, Tibbs has officially given up on Shabazz. Rest He's concrete peace. blocks. He couldn't get off that bench even if he was the, the, the <laughs> arena filled with water. <laughs> Leaves him on the bench. He would as drive. The, as the arena fills Tibbs, up. Yeah, passing. Tibbs wouldn't break the concrete. He'd be like, you die here. Yeah, you stay on the bench yeah. where you belong. Yeah, Target Center just floods. Good night, Shabazz. Um Bealitz is still hurt. Jamal Crawford is one, and Tyus Jones. They both have been well, like playing well off the bench. But I don't know. We need we need more. We need Swaggy P, man. I know it seems ridiculous, but we need Swaggy P because our biggest problem is that we don't have another player we can play. And the second part is that the other player that can't play that we don't have to play isn't a three point shooter. Hmm. Last night we were five for twenty four. And four of those came from Jimmy Butler in the last ten minutes of that game. Yeah, give Ray Allen a call. 
Oh, God, that'd like be 80. That's the point. Yeah, I, I think, too, I, I want to see Jamal get more minutes and eat into Wiggins' minutes a bit and probably a little bit of Jimmy's, too. You want Huck more Jamal out there? I like Jamal out there. He's actually he's a playmaker, too. He, like he makes things happen, and he and Gorgie, see if you get a little smile out of Mark on this, but he and Gorgie have that little two-man game I, we, that they love to play. Well, well, let me just say this. <laughs> we absolutely need Gorgie to start getting more of Towns' minutes so Towns can be fresher. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, you, we we will lose Jimmy towards the end of the season if we don't start resting him more. He cannot play forty plus minutes a game. He he'll just you can't do it anymore without physical. He plays just can't do it. Yeah, yeah. And and, and I think that that's the other thing. It's not like a the, the rotation thing and the minutes thing. Like Wiggins said, it's like not like a problem with him. Like I can run all day, but it's like when you get tired like that. You know where your effort starts lacking in your, in your mind. Mentally dif- and um, exactly. defense or not making the right reads on when, offense. When you're you tired, you don't think straight. Too, that's yeah. just that's sports. When you're yeah. when you're really gassed, you, you make poor decisions too. And you yeah. saw that. Poor. They had back doors to, to Embiid and not Embiid. They did that like Simmons. three times. Yeah, three times in a row. At the end that was of the hard game. to watch. And then, I, I think that's a direct correlation to them being just absolutely mm-hmm. gassed. Yeah, yeah. Other huge news out of the uh, sporting world this this week. Is uh, Giancarlo Stanton getting traded to the Yankees? Yes. Um, because there is no uh, salary cap in the <laughs> Major League Baseball, they can just keep putting these guys on the teams. So now their outfield has has Judge and Stanton in it, and honestly, the size of those two just in the outfield is ridiculous. It is, <laughs> yeah, like physical both, size. Stanton is six six, like two hundred and thirty five pounds. Like I. I I don't know what they're, how and, and rangy they are out there, but they probably only need two outfielders because no, they're just so huge. That, that's enormous. Um, but like it, 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 you have written down here over under four hundred home runs in the season. But they had uh, like one hundred and twenty last year. Yeah, almost. So they're definitely gonna hit the over because they're now playing in a softball field. Yeah, Yankee that, Stadium. Like Stanton's gonna <laughs> He's mash gonna, at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, he might hit a couple balls like. Yeah, that's know, gonna into the Hudson. I'm not, you know, I'm not like a, a baseball guy, but like. When I heard they're trying to move him, I'm like, oh, I know where he's going. Well, yeah, that, and the thing that's so absurd is that like, know. is is Jeter is like part owner of the of the Marlins. Yep, and he just it's the Kevin McHale bit. Uh, Kevin McHale, Danny Ainge. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, here's Kevin Garnett. Yeah, why not? Here you go, yeah. have him. We'll take Al Jefferson and, and horse shit. Yeah. Here's a bunch of horse shit and Al Jefferson. And Al Jefferson. They just start scooping it into the dark. Yeah, right there you the go. Just pick, pick them up at MSG. No, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Gomes, Sebastian Telfair, and, and Al Jefferson for Kevin Garnett, the top five, without a doubt, top five player in the league. Just made no sense. That's what that, I mean. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it is. And, like, the... It like Jeter hasn't even like really answered to it yet. There's that thing where he was like not at their like winter baseball meeting or yeah. something, and it's just like a little shady. I think there. what game was it? He was at I think he was at he an was NFL at that, game or something. Uh, I think he was at that Dolphins Patriots. Yeah, game. he was just you know Patriots? watching color Patriots. Um, yeah, I mean it's this is the the classic Yankees coming back here, just getting every star oh, they're, after they're doing like the same thing after they, last year. Their rebuild year. That yeah. oh okay. Well, oh, I guess wait, we good. made the playoffs, won the wild card game. Uh, yeah. Well, they did that thing where they were like, we're going to start over, like, the Steinbrenner era yeah, is over, right? we're going to start over, we're going to build from our farm system, and then they were like, oh, we're actually pretty good, screw that, we're just going to get Stanton. Yeah, let's just start building. Also, side note, Mike, St- is not, he's not Mike Stanton anymore. He used to be Mike Jim Stanton, Carlo. then now he's back to his roots, yeah. yeah. You know, that's, you know that's a sad story behind that, too. He, uh, he did Mike Stanton because he didn't want 
like he thought people wouldn't like his like actual name. Like like you thought people were racist enough to not like his. That is sad. That is, that is sad. I heard that and I was like, damn, that's awesome, man. Giancarlo is a sweet Giancarlo name. But even in Miami, like, want... in Miami of all places, it, that's right? what he said. He was Mike Stanton because he didn't want people to like think weirdly of his name. Or Wild something. connection there is Bobby Ryan, the NHL player. Uh, his last name originally wasn't Ryan, but his dad was like on the lamb growing up, and they changed their last name to Ryan and moved <laughs> to California. And like, well, his dad ended up getting caught, and like, they, I think he, I don't know how old he was at the time, but they like asked him if he wanted to change his name back, and he's like, no, I'm Bobby Ryan now. So he's Bobby Ryan because his dad was like a fugitive. Just own it. Um, big news in the uh, culture world we got Star Wars this week. Yeah, we do. We got the, the Last Jedi. Yeah, um, every time you say that, Sam has to change his pants, so let's be nice to him tonight. <laughs> yeah, we're welcoming back into the show CEO Sam Walzak to talk some Star Wars. Um, you guys all Star Wars guys growing up? Big yes. Time. Yeah. yeah, I think it's fair to say Wally may be the biggest Star Wars fan of all time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I... I Honestly, there's probably a ton of people out there who put me to shame. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, like, I don't yeah, you don't have, like, costumes yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. A lot, lot of people that, do that. People that yeah. go outside, you yeah. probably up there. Yeah, all the Star Wars fans that consistently go outside, you're towards the top. At least once a day. That's a good way of putting it, yeah. But everything I've seen on it so far has been just extremely positive. Rave reviews. I try not to read too much just because I don't want to... You want to have anything? Yeah, you want to walk in pretty unbiased. Did you guys? Did you guys? I've been really avoiding like everything, just so I I don't. I I, I personally think it can be the best one yet. That's what I've, I mean. I've heard just from people saying like that have seen it. Like, whoa! Like this is like a legitimately really good movie. Like not just a good Star Wars movie. And number yeah. two in the original, I think is the best too. Empire Strikes Back. I, I've always thought that that one was like my favorite of yeah. those two. I did a, a thing where um, this spring when I was being a bum and not going to school or working, where I watched all like six of the first Star Wars like in in one city. Yeah, in, well, in like <laughs> in, in like a two day stretch, just like. Didn't move off yeah, the couch for a second. And just pee your pants. Yeah. When Sam lived at the lodge, he'd routinely ask us if we just wanted to stay in and just watch six <laughs> straight. Like, let's just Saturday night. Let's just stay up. Mm-hmm. Let's just watch all through. So, some like interesting Star Wars debates that come up all the time is like, do you guys like subscribe to like that? You have to be a sci-fi or fantasy fan. No, I don't. I, don't I like so, the Lord no. of the Rings too. Yeah, I, I don't like that one. I get the one below it. The Star yeah, Trek one? And it's more. preposterous because Star Wars is so much well, better okay. than Star Trek. So yeah, that's think, kind of a generation Yes, thing. that's what I was going to say. Is I think the Star Wars versus Star Trek was for when the first ones came out and there were people that liked Star Trek and like weren't as big of fans of Star Wars for some reason. But just the fact that nobody our age says Star Trek may, means that Star Wars were better. Well, that's a good argument. The the new Star Trek movies are great. Yeah, I like those. Those They're are really good. With Chris Pine, who's yeah, yeah. easily the most handsome man alive. Yeah, he's Have you guys seen Hell or High Water? Yeah. He's yeah. like the cowboy. Yeah. That, that's a good That movie, movie is so good. Yeah, that's is. a very Jeff underrated Bridges movie. And Chris Pine. As Brian. Garrett would say, oh, oh, <laughs> have you seen Hell or High Water? <laughs> ha, ha. You is. need to see it. It's a good movie. <laughs> it is a good movie. Okay, so Wally, you're going tomorrow night, obviously. Yeah, it actually, comes out tomorrow night, which is Thursday. I have tickets for Thursday night and Friday. <laughs> <laughs> and not to mention, you sold me your ticket for Saturday. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> um, so you almost could have gone three straight yeah. days. Yeah. When, when Force Awakens came out, I saw it Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> I wasn't planning on going Friday, but 
I had the day off work and I woke up and I just couldn't stop thinking about this. <laughs> I was like, all right, I have to go again. I went by myself. <laughs> and then didn't you like black out before you went on Friday? So then you had to go against Saturday. Exactly. Yeah. No, aren't you skipping? Is it? Are you skipping like a work event of Rachel's? No, so yeah, something? we had we had a good argument about this. So <laughs> I've, I've had Star Wars on the calendar for. I don't know how many years. Yeah, for <laughs> since the day they announced the release date. Yeah. And Rachel Rachel has these work holiday parties that I go to with her. Rachel's my fiance, for those of you who don't know. And um so a couple months ago she said, Oh, I have this work holiday party on December 14th. Well, I don't. I was like, Well, <laughs> we got a problem because that's the day Star Wars comes out. And so we were trying to come up with a, a compromise for a while, but I'm gonna I think that starts fairly early in the night so we're going to that and then going to star wars at like 10 30 so you're gonna wear your vader costume to yeah. the party or yep. okay got, got my <laughs> full so, darth vader outfit gonna wear the mask like borrowed from steve mill i <laughs> can't even see the movie because you got the mask on yeah. <laughs> i um i loved the, the lord of the rings and those movies are great so are the star trek movies honestly i don't know of any like movie trilogy that I think in the world today that captures enough of, uh, as much of an audience or as much of like a the original mm-hmm. obsession no the, the, just this this this, this series whatever right, you want to yeah, call sure. the original movies are great they like got our dad's gen- our dad's gen- mom generation like attached to them mm-hmm. and we were as a kids like I like what other one like gets people hyped like this yeah. like the third Lord of the Rings yes because the first two had come out everyone yeah. was really excited for Lord it Lord of the Rings is up there probably the only thing that comes like even yeah. close I think Star Wars now what they've done in selling it to Disney and now kind of re-energizing the franchise and mm-hmm. they're gonna be pumping out Star Wars movies yeah, for and they're the just foreseeable doing, like, the future yeah. and I didn't like that at want. first but now that they did such a good job with Force Awakens job, yeah. but and, Lord of the Rings hasn't hasn't done that, right? No. And Star Trek. I well, guess the has. Hobbits, the Hobbits, and those have been sure, bad. Actually, the Hobbits point, were not yeah. great. They're those not that not good. Up to the same standards. No. no. So what? Do you know, Wally? What the next spinoff movie is going to be Han about? Solo. Yeah, so Han Solo. Solo. Oh, okay. Next yeah. year, and then I think they confirmed that they're doing an Obi Wan Kenobi. Did yeah, I thought they were doing Bubba yeah. Fett. I'm pretty Bubba? sure they confirmed Obi Wan. <laughs> I thought I heard Obi Wan. Bubba Gump Fett shrimp. Bubba Gump shrimp Fett. What if they combine those two movies? Yeah, they just throw. Hey, Bubba, who did so he? They throw Forrest Gump into the Star Wars yeah. universe. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a shrimp gun. Yeah, they just he, shoot shrimp. He, he gets beamed up into like the the other galaxy, and he's just in it. He's like he's on a shrimp and same, boat yeah. in like yeah. just, in space. Same character all the time. Yeah. Same right character now. in he's a Star hunter. Wars universe. Did Incredible. you guys see that they gave uh, Ryan Johnson, the director, his own trilogy? The director. Of, I did, because yeah. he did such so a good that, job with this that, one. That's what I was going to say, is I think that bodes really well for The Last Jedi. I mean, obviously, there's been a lot of po- positive reviews already. Oh, okay. but So the director of The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. a, a month or so ago, Disney announced that they're giving him his own Star Wars trilogy. I heard this one's going to be completely disconnected from the Skywalker yeah, he, thing. It's going to be completely different, but he said he's he hasn't planned anything. He just knows it's going to be like something separate, but still under the Star Wars umbrella. But they've had, I think that's especially good because like every other movie that they've done since Disney has taken over, there's been problems with the directors. Mm-hmm. Like uh, they had to reshoot a bunch of stuff for The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. The Han Solo movie, they kicked the original director off and brought in Ron Howard, I think. So the fact that 
not only did they not make them redo anything for the last Jedi, but they gave this guy his yeah. own trilogy. I think that's that's pretty sweet. I was as a fan, I was super upset actually when I heard they were gonna start doing like the spinoff, not like spinoff series or trilogies, like spinoff like actual like Rogue One type movies. Uh-huh. And this is Wally and I's biggest disagreement. I was astonished by Rogue One. I thought it might have been the best Star Wars movie they had made. I think that's probably sacrilegious. And it was clearly better than <laughs> Force Awakens. I, I uh, think Force Awakens is way better. I enjoyed Rogue One, though. I, I, I was surprised too, yeah. by how yeah. much I liked Rogue One. Rogue, Rogue One was, was fantastic. I think, I think, you, I could, think it, you could make the argument that it's, like, if you're a movie critic, right. that that's, it, that's, that's, that's a better movie. But I think... I mean, that's not really what Star Wars is about right. for me. No, I mean, all the, the old movie, the episode one, two, and three, like, they're horrible movies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was nine years old when they came Love out, them. and it was just the greatest yeah. thing in the world, and that's why you like them. Yeah, Rogue One is, like, grittier, and, like, you know what I mean? It's, like, a little bit, like, if you're not a huge Star Wars fan or anything, like, you can get into that movie a little bit better, yeah. maybe. And they had that flexibility, too, which yeah. I think helped. Episode two so, you know, holds a special part in my heart, because I was, like... 13 when that came out and Natalie Portman in that movie sure. just, my god yeah right. just like just just the stars align sitting in the back of the car oh. watching that you're just like <laughs> <laughs> just dying inside yeah, just like why <laughs> why I don't understand why do I feel why? like this I don't know what's going on <laughs> just so confused like bordering on mad got your own yeah, little just, got your own little lightsaber there yeah. <laughs> I remember I remember going to episode one on opening day uh, I Me went, too. I, I went too. with my cousin and our parents, obviously. But my my cousin Jonah at the time, he had a black eye and he had the flu. And we, <laughs> yeah. went, we went to McDonald's before, and he he just looks miserable. <laughs> he's got a black eye. He just feels horrible. But he's toughing it out to go see Star Wars. And I think we went to McDonald's or something before, and he just puked everywhere. <laughs> but then just went to the movie, and obviously it was good. Very committed. I love trooper. it. Yeah. Love it. A little trooper. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that this weekend. I'm I'm pretty excited to go see the new Star Wars one. Uh, now we got our uh, five-minute research. It's my turn to go. Fred's up. Uh, in the news is net neutrality. And um, I didn't even really do any research, but I've, I've been hearing some things. You, you knew some things before the yeah. research. Okay, good. So basically, from what I understand it, and uh, I'm assuming Tom has a little bit of a better background than, than Evan or I. Yep. But, um, so feel free to jump in. So net neutrality is basically that, like, the internet is essentially, like, the same for everyone, mm-hmm. whereas, like, you buy, like, well, you have internet providers, so that, we already have those. I'm just going to let you go, and then okay. I'll... yeah. <laughs> so you have internet providers, but that doesn't necessarily affect the, like, streaming capability and speed of the internet as much, and then there's the whole thing with the individual websites where people are upset that if, or concerned that if they don't... Without net neutrality, if they don't pay more for their internet, their, like, streaming ability on, like, Hulu or something like that won't be as good or they'll have to pay more because now, for some reason, those internet companies have some sort of say in it, which I don't really understand. I thought I would under I would yeah. think it's all... <clears throat> All right, before yeah, yeah. no, yeah, I is think that, got, is that a decent I'm, background? I'm a very, here? I'm a very high level understanding of it lot, too, but I can, I can help. But Doug, well, it's, it's basically that um, these bigger internet companies like Comcast or Verizon or whoever can pay off, like let's say Facebook, and say, hey, Facebook, pay us this amount of money, and we'll provide the fastest internet possible for your website but not, like, Twitter, so that more people are going to come to Facebook. Oh, ding, so ding, it's ding, a, ding. Oh, so, so it's they the can control... Internet 
streaming or like providing company yes. that can maybe work some dealings with the website. So here's yeah. what it is. Or even, yeah, go ahead. Don. So the they can't do today, that currently? The internet right. today is like water that comes into your house. It doesn't matter. City water? Yeah. It comes or Target house. Center. Which it comes right in. Down. When you turn the dial, you get internet. Doesn't matter what you're looking at. It could be Pruin. It could be, could be. It could be. You know, a movie. It could be whatever it might be. You know, uh-huh. you're gonna get internet. And it's gonna be as fast as your internet pro- provides, no matter what you're doing. No matter which site you're streaming from. What they want to do is make people, like Doug said, make people pay or make certain services pay to get the priority in speeds, mm. and then they're gonna throttle back others who refuse to pay. And then they're also going to potentially block you from getting certain content unless you, as a consumer, as receiving it, pays extra as well. Yeah. For example, they'll be like Comcast will be like, "Hey, we we'll use your internet, use your standard internet, all websites, whatever, but you can't have Netflix unless you pay another ten bucks a month." Huh. So right now it's treated as a public utility, which is what it should be because you're just getting access to the internet. The internet should not be a place where your the ISPs, that's internet service providers, are allowed to pick and choose what they give to you and how fast they give it to you. You just choose your speed level, which is how it is right from, now. From them, from the ISPs. And then it's a fire hose. You don't get to choose how fast the fire hose and what I'm doing comes in as. Yeah. That's not cool. Like, depending on what I spray it at. Yeah, Minneapolis doesn't say, hey, Tom, because you're taking a shower too warm, we're going to dial back your water pressure a little bit. We don't like you having that warm of a shower. So, like... Think about how pissed off you'd be if someone did that. Well, my shower pressure is miserable as it is, so I couldn't be <laughs> throttled back anymore. And so imagine that internet. But that's what they're no, trying to do. Got it, now my internet. <laughs> it makes total sense from their perspective. They're going to make a you know ton I, more money. Yeah. So like, why is this happening? Because Comcast and because a big problem in this country where we have lobbyists ah. who get paid way too much money and they get these people in their back pocket and they pay them. And then, you know, and then they're just paying off senators to vote for it and things like that. I mean, I and go back to serfdoms. The FCC is a non-elected body. I'm done with, done with rant. The FCC is not elected, so they're just appointed. That doesn't seem good. And they're the ones who make to make it to make this decision. I don't know much, but that doesn't sound good to me. This is. It, I think it'd be great to get Ewald in on this at some point. I feel like he'd be. Oh man, pretty invested. Invested. Yeah, destroy his, say, his, if his gaming friendship. Sorry, I ran into, but that's that's no, that's, that's good. That's that was a good explanation. It's very bad for the consumers, and you know, very good for very good the for the big ISPs. ISPs. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Noted. Uh, do we want to do unwritten rules quick? Yeah, let's hammer it. Unwritten rules of uh, movie theater etiquette. Yeah, since we'll be going to Star Wars, I think all three of us will be seeing it this weekend. Um, yeah, unwritten rules, like what to do at a movie theater. I think Tom Don't brought up. Don't have your phone on loud. Yeah, yeah. that's Yeah, there's the obvious ones here. Or, or if, like, honestly, I don't even care if you check your phone. Like, don't have it on full brightness. <laughs> yeah. I had a guy one Huge time problem. who had his phone, like, up to his face on full brightness. Like Literally he, can't even see the movie yeah, screen anymore. Like, if you've got a bright phone or you're doing that, you better not check it every five minutes. Yeah. I'm going to get pissed off. Yeah. yeah. You know what else I hate at the movie theater? When, like, even in the previews, people are just laughing at everything. Oh. Like, the dumbest little yeah. stuff. Like, oh it's not gosh, funny. That's the worst. Or, uh, Kids were yelling at Star Wars, and I thought Sam was going to flip last <laughs> two years ago. There, there was a Dave movie. Dave and Sam I, staring at the kids. <laughs> I think it was Anchorman 2 I saw freshman year of college and it like not a good movie but like the people behind us were laughing at everything oh. which made it ten times worse Just yeah. like the, the fact that you're laughing at this so loud like I would maybe have chuckled but now I hate it no, I hate now this I hate movie. this movie <laughs> it's over for me like now. yeah you guys uh, popcorn or candy guys candy 
A big time popcorn. Popcorn. Do you just soak it in butter? See, oh my! I yeah. usually do yeah. no yeah. butter. I bet Here's you, what I do. You okay. seem like you a go. butter soaker. Oh yeah, you get that Half. popcorn. First they ask you if you want butter. Yeah. Then you grab it. You take it over to the little stand and you douse that top layer. Then you just stuff your face, get it all in, and then you get Dude, another yeah. dousing and then you shake it up. Yeah, you douse awesome. it. Yeah. You gotta just drench it. The last movie I went to, I think, in theaters was Beauty and the Beast. I went by myself, <laughs> and. Uh, I went date night with the colonels. Date night with my with myself, <laughs> and I went, and I got like a big popcorn and a big big uh, pop. Sorry, pop. And I felt like absolute dog shit after that movie <laughs> for like a good three hours. I was I like almost couldn't drive home. I felt so sick. I was like I just, I just drank like sixty four ounces of Coke and ate like a pound and a half of popcorn. Fred just sleeps in the theater. I'm pretty sure it was me and one other person in that movie theater. Wow. It was actually pretty nice. People who drink pop like all day long, they must their insides just must be black. You can't, like honestly, like that you can't feel good ever. Just never, always full. Your stomach's got to be constantly full. Yeah, like you don't even eat because it's like, oh, I just had a 32-ounce Coke, so I'm good. You hear about the Trump thing? 12 yeah. Diet Cokes oh, yeah. a day? Yeah. Of course. Insanity. Just keep CNN on at all times just so you can see yeah. the bad things people are saying. Just obsessed with it. Just sucking down. Very healthy. Sucking down Both two diet. How do you healthy. live this long? I don't know. Sucking down two Diet Cokes like a straw. Tom, you head down here. Uh, some middle school movie remember, reminiscing you remember like Friday nights it was like everyone got together mm-hmm. at the movie that was like the cool for a while that was like all you could do and you're like praying to talk to that that cute girl like from class like getting God, dropped like, off by your parents yeah, yeah. you getting dropped off your parents dad's asking you a bunch of questions you're like leave me alone yeah you're a little salty cause like you get in there she's already sitting next to someone else yeah like, I, I want to talk up. about like the classic characters you got like the group out behind man smoking cigarettes smoking uh-huh. weed it's like man these kids are smoking weed in middle school already. like <laughs> damn this is craziness <laughs> like, maybe maybe like, I was the kid that paid in change Cause like my parents, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have like an allowance or anything, or like I was my I just parents. Love the way you said that. Yeah, my parents wouldn't like. I mean, like if I asked for money, they'd they'd give me money for like a movie or something. But generally, I would just I'd go to like the communal change jar in the house and just scoop like eight bucks and quarters out of that thing and go go get to get your movies. cargo pants yeah, sagging just, down, just dragging on the like, yeah, dragging remember, on the concrete remember my friends getting so mad at me because i was literally paying for a movie ticket in change that's that's just a <laughs> like a west family staple they're just yeah. you know making you respect the money and yeah. what it is and you spend it quarters. wisely yeah like that what the, about the, the, the classic the tricks yeah the, yeah the, the sneakins the the one ticket open the back door yeah yep. that was a classic i we were doing that till high school i mean if you went stitch out, made me do that for him i have a friend named taylor stitchfield who actually listens to this he made me do that for him all the time yeah or like the if you went on saturdays you buy a ticket go to two movies yeah of course take, spend, jump around a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah like you sure that, that's the left my wallet like yeah they you know they yeah they check the thing on my wallet yeah i left my wallet that kind of got ruined a little bit by uh specific seating like, yeah. I remember when we were growing up, that wasn't a thing. Like, specific seats, yeah. it was just, like, first come, first serve. But how nice are those seats now? Oh, those new oh, seats? Oh, those are climbing. It's, it's, it's the so Blue different. Earth? Yes. Whoa. That's where we're going on Saturday. Yeah, that's where Dave and I are going, too. Yeah, uh, well, you're, uh, you're coming uh, with. Yeah. I forgot. You bought all these tickets. <laughs> um, yeah, but that the new seats are a huge upgrade. Even, yes. like, the regular theaters have nice seats now. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Those old movie theater seats, not that great. Sneaky great place to watch a movie by yourself. Little Creek, Plymouth, off 55 on 169. Really great spot. Good theaters. No one's ever there. Cheap tickets. I like that. Is that, is that our first ad? 
Was that an ad? <laughs> yeah, did we just read that? Yeah, that was... Come on out! Have you done that before? on 55 Have you done that before? Tucked nicely behind the freeway. Yeah. That- <laughs> Cheap seats. <laughs> There's never anyone at the concession stand. Tom actually does marketing for this movie yeah. theater. Like, That's this is day job. That was well done. All their arcades are broken. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, that was always weird too. Like seeing people playing the arcades at what movie theaters. Who was doing that? What are you doing here? Yeah, they go to an actual arcade. What the fuck? <laughs> There's two arcade games. Um, all right, overs of the week. You guys got them. Tom, what do you got? I'm gonna go with uh, Cardinals Redskins. I feel like this is gonna be a shootout. Um, I don't know. Blaine Blaine G just comes out of nowhere, and I think that they. It's 43. So I mean. I think I'm playing with house money with yeah. that one. With that with with Glane Babbert. Yeah, and then you got Kirky, Captain Kirk. Oh yeah, I love Captain Kirk. Oh, oh Captain, my Captain. The Cap. Yeah. He's kind of fallen from grace this year, huh? Yeah. Still gonna get paid so much money next oh, yeah. year. Um, I'm heading out to Cali. Titans at 49ers. Um, Mariota is going to be a little closer to home over there in California. He's from Google. Hawaii, right? Is yeah. that right? Yeah, okay. he's just across the pond. Yeah, just a little jump and a skip. Uh, <laughs> that game's sitting at 44 and a half, so I like that one. Jimmy G is in, in red, and he's looking pretty good. He looks good, um, man. Yeah, I kind of like that Mariota-Garoppolo matchup. Yeah, it's a good matchup. I'm going to ride with the model this week. Um, generally speaking, that's not my thing. I like to pick against the model, but I also love betting on high overs and Pittsburgh, New England's at 53. So that's kind of fun. Yeah, Plus it'll be a good game to watch. So like, I can't it's, wait it's like a game with, with some meaning and playoff implications for home field and whatnot. So yeah, watch, uh, I'll watch big Ben and, and Brady shoot out for like the 55th time in their career. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then just big weekend for, uh, for Tom and the boys. <laughs> yeah. No, it's an exciting weekend. weekend. We got yeah. so we got the concert. We're going to it's at the newly remodeled Armory where the Minneapolis Lakers used to play downtown. It's mm. Tritonal and uh, Seven Lions. It'd be a good time. You know, I'm into that EDM stuff. And then get that fist pumping. Star Wars in the afternoon. Teddy's birthday. Yeah, Chris um, Mahana Kwanzaa party at Chris four zero Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. Chris Chris Mahana. By the way, what? Chris Mahana. Chris Mahana. Two eighty four. Although we are all Christians here, who celebrate Christmas. We want to make, wish you guys all happy holidays, no matter what you celebrate. Uh-huh. We're all God's children. It's a good point. I have one last request. Yeah. For today's podcast, because it's going to change every single week, and I want to hear everyone say it. After this week, what's your now Vikings prediction? Total final record. How far we go. What? How does the season end? I want to oh. start doing this every week. I want to see where everyone's at. I think. I think. All right. So we lose one of the next three. You think so? Okay. Yeah. I want to say no, so but I'm just gonna say twelve and four, and NFC Championship game. And what happens in the NFC Championship game? We lose. Yeah. Okay. Whoo, man. Um, I'm gonna go. You know what? We're going full full bore optimism here. I'm talking thirteen and three. We're going to the Super Bowl. Oh, we winning man, at home? I don't want to say anything right there, but... That's that's actually where I'm at. Oh, I think we went out. I don't want to think that far ahead. See, that's but. the thing, because that's why I said lost, and the only reason I said lost in the NFC Championship game is because I want, I want to say go to the Super Bowl, but I don't want to say win the Super Bowl yet. I have... I have yeah, it's... <sighs> I say 13-3, take care of the Bengals, we beat the Packers, we crush the Bears. Yeah. Yep. Maybe Teddy gets some tick in that game. Who knows? Mm-hmm. You win your divisional game. I don't care who it is. Seattle, Atlanta. I don't care who it is. It's going to be at our house. They're not winning there. Um, I think the Lions are going to be healthy. Champions Championship. Play a beat-up Eagles team. Maybe we play Carolina again. Guess where it's going to be? Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's anybody but the Eagles, because I think we go 13-3. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not willing to say we win the Super Bowl, but I like it. Because <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a home game. Yeah. 
And I think we can beat anyone. Like, I, I know it's stupid one-week reaction. Watching the Pats this last week lose to Miami, I was like, they're not invincible. Like, they're beatable. Yeah. If you physical with the receivers off the line, you can beat them. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going win it all. Woo! Win it all. Win it all. <laughs> hey, I like it. I see like it the way back. we ended that, because it actually made me happy. Just yeah, seeing you pretty good right now. Yeah, it makes me feel good. So that's Sorry to do you got away with words. I just want to, you know. No, I like it. All right. I like that. Feeling good. Good way to end it. Yep. All right. So, that's it for us at uh, Hammer the Over. That'll do it. Good week on uh, all your bets and Star Wars. Have a good one, everybody.